This is Good Better Broker, a podcast from UWM. First-time homebuyers represent a huge opportunity for independent mortgage brokers to earn future business. How can you guide them through the process and knock it out of the park so referrals come your way? In this episode of Good Better Broker, we talk with two mortgage brokers who are focused on this demographic and are turning over every stone to get their first-time homebuyer clients into homes. Episode 31 of Good Better Broker is coming up. This information is provided to mortgage professionals only and is not intended for or authorized for consumer distribution. The views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast series do not constitute legal or other professional advice or endorsements of any kind. Welcome back to Good Better Broker as we bring in Fadi Sankari. He is the president of Best Rate Mortgage based right here in Metro Detroit. Fadi, welcome to the show. Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Hey, a little bit about you for our listeners, Fadi. You have been in the mortgage business for just under two years, but you are on pace to do $35 million in production this year. So certainly you're doing a lot of things right. And one of them is working with these first-time homebuyers. So for starters, tell our listeners what your approach is when working with your first-time homebuyers. So when we got into the mortgage industry 2020, as you know, it was booming. Refinance was booming and there was a lot of business going on. And it was we kind of had to make a decision, right? Like, what are we going to focus on? And we chose first-time homebuyers. I mean, it's a huge market. Uh, we were seeing a generational shift from the older um, people retiring. You know, we got the young crews. I think the millennials are, are one of the largest uh, purchaser and first-time homebuyers. So we chose in 2020 that we are not going to go on this refinance. We are going to strictly focus on purchases and first-time homebuyers. And as um, as we get we geared up, uh, we started kind of. Uh, understanding the nuances of working with first-time home buyers, what you know, what what matters to them, what is important to them. So, um, to answer your question, a lot of the things we do is it's kind of it's just it's an overall approach, an overarching is just putting ourselves in their shoes. It's really as simple as that. We go in, we expect them to be nervous. We expect them to have that nerve, and we expect our job initially is to make them feel comfortable. And make sure that they understand that they're in good hands and make the process as easy as possible for them. So walk me through it, Fadi. I mean, how how do you kind of go through an initial conversation with a first-time home buyer? What are some of the things you are intentionally focusing on? Sure. So the number one thing is um, again, putting them ourselves in, in in their shoes. We there's a lot of stuff. And we just have to recognize that. Once they're getting a loan estimate, once they're getting all this communication, once they start that process, they're getting emails and this and that, we want to make sure that we are breaking everything down and we are available. So there's really three things that we're doing throughout that process. One, as you mentioned, is keeping it simple. Number two is we're providing obsessive communication. And I like to say the word obsessive because um, we do want to be that much as far as we want to be ahead. We don't want to be reactive. We don't want the questions to come and then us answering their questions. We want to already, again, you will get this through experience where we're first time, you know the questions that are going to be asked. So instead of having them ask it, we're already there providing a solution, calling them in advance. Hey, I just sent you the loan estimate. Do you have two or three minutes? Let's review this together. Now, of course, you know, as you get busier, you have to find different ways to be efficient, uh, whether that's doing video, but the whole point of it is you want to be there. You want to be proactive 
and, 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 and doing these things. And then number third thing is just paying attention to the small detail. Right. So like, uh, for instance, when we are going through that loan estimate, there's a lot of stuff like escrow and all these words that to us in the industry, it's right. It's like a second language, but this is the first time. Don't assume, don't assume that they know what an escrow is. Don't assume that they know what prorations are. You have to stop and pause and ask, you know, if once, especially you're going through some, uh, some happy, Hey, do you have any questions about this? Um, or maybe even anticipate it and just explain when you, when you come to these terms, assuming that they don't know, explaining the term and reviewing it and making sure that they're comfortable. So just these are things, keeping it simple, obsessive communication, paying attention to the small things, stopping and pausing and, and making sure that you're explaining the terms that they may not be familiar with. You know, I know that for a lot of uh, LOs out there, they are very regimented. Um, And when they're focusing on a certain task, they are completely dedicated to that task. Uh, But for you, uh, and this kind of goes back to your previous point about making yourself available to these first-time homebuyers, when you're working with one, you are putting everything else to the side for them. Why is that? Yeah. So, um, and a lot of people kind of, you know, knock me. So, hey, you know, you, you need to focus on... The, the reason is because this is our business. First time home buyers are a business. And we're not just focused on getting them in, locking a rate, getting their appraisal, and okay, they're in the system. We are focused on providing a experience. And this is why we partner with people like UWM who can help us leverage that experience by providing speed to close. This is why we... Um, are we, we have the back process, having a, 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 a team set up that it is able to do the things that I cannot do so I can be available. So the reason that I'll drop things, the reason that I'll be there for that first time home buyer, I'll stop what I'm doing is simply going back to the basics of knowing that these having that empathy and knowing that the they are this is the largest purchase of their life. Okay. This is probably going to be the largest purchase of their life or maybe as they grow a family. We want to be there for their next transaction. So with that being said, uh, we want to make sure that it, it, you know, they're probably looking for an answer. If they're calling, they have a question. So I will put it, and that doesn't mean that I'm going to sit and maybe I'm doing something else as a porn. It doesn't mean I'm sitting 30 minutes with them just to put it. Maybe I'll say, Hey, um, I'm so sorry. Just um, working on something right now. Can I call you back in 20 minutes? That builds trust, that communication, picking up the phone, letting them know that, Hey, I'll just get back to you. That builds trust. And that's what we're about building trust. We're not here for a transaction. We're true, truly trying to build a relationship and be for their, for their next transaction and their children's transactions. Hey, Fadi, in this market that we're in, I know for a lot of uh, prospective buyers out there who have never done this before, uh, they're trying to figure out whether they should continue renting or whether they should buy their own home. So for you, how do you kind of handle it when somebody comes to you with with that situation they're in weighing the pros and cons of renting versus buying? Yeah. So that's that's always tough, right? Because um they're seeing rates go up, they're seeing their friends, right? Telling them, oh, this is not a good time, right? So you're you're kind of going against the tide here. And of course, it's well, you have something in in the you got a horse in the race here. You got to go back and you got to ask them questions. You have to have them come to the decision without being the person to say, Hey, you should buy. So something simple like, Hey, Justin, listen, how long have you been renting? Right. You start working in their mind. Well, typically it's a long time, five, 10, 15 years. Okay. How much do you pay for rent? Well, I'll pay a thousand dollars a month. So you're, you're telling me that you've been in this house for 10 years and you pay a thousand dollars a month. So over the course of that 10 years, you spend a hundred thousand dollars. And if you sold your house or if you left, you don't get to take anything with you. 
Oh, well, that's right. So you, you get them thinking, right? You get them thinking. And this kind of does a job for you and into, because you don't want to be, hey, you should buy, you should buy, you should buy. Have them come to the solution themselves. Have them come to that answer. And we, so we like to probe. We like to ask questions and we like them to kind of realize that this is a bit, what am I doing? Because that's when they're going to be the most motivated. Not when you're trying to do it, but when they realize. Yeah, I, I love that point you made. And when we previously spoke, you said that, uh, like to your point, $100,000 over over that span. I mean, that's 100% interest that you're paying. You get to take absolutely none of it with you. So um, that's that's a great approach. I really like that. Uh, tell me about the programs that are available to you, you know, as an independent mortgage broker yeah. and, and specifically the programs that you are uh, looking at for your first-time homebuyer clients. So what's nice is, again, just having the right partners in place as a broker, you know, the beautiful part is, is that we have options, right? When we have options, we can provide, we can truly, you know, shop around and find those best options for them. So you have first time home buyer programs. You have obviously the home ready program, the home possible, depending on their qualifications. You know, when you price these out, when you actually go in and, you know, you're comparing against a loan estimate, make sure, I mean, if you're not looking at these programs, you are missing out, right? Because they are saving thousands and thousands on interest, whether it's rate, whatever they do. And there's also uh, a, a home possible. Also, there's in certain parts of the area, and I'm in Michigan, I'm sure it's all over the country, but you have $2,500, up to $2,500 that you get. I know UWM is a program. They've been a great partner. We've been offering it. So there are programs out there for first-time home buyers. obviously the 3%. And, and, and I also understand when you're working with these first-time home buyers, what a first-time home buyer is, right? This is not somebody that you know, um, has purchased property uh, 20 years ago, does not qualify. Actually, they do. All a first-time homebuyer is, is in the last three years, they have not purchased or had a, a property under their name. So it's really just three years. And that m- makes them qualified again for first-time homebuyers. So understanding the program, having that knowledge is huge. If you, if you don't have the knowledge, then what are you offering, right? So first-time homebuyers, there's a lot of programs. And again, I highly recommend um, whoever's listening to this to explore all their options uh, because different different uh, home buyers will, will qualify for different things based on their situation. You told me that you work primarily with realtors, and and you know th- this market is not only challenging for um, for for those first time home buyers; it's it's the realtors who are trying to get them into right. a home they can actually afford. Um, how how does you know that? aspect of the relationship help you know you're the fact that you do have a lot of flexibility with these programs and now some of the other options with the buy downs and the and the changes by the fhfa with the uh, loan level pricing adjustments for the first-time home buyers how does that help you with your real estate relationships it's huge it's huge options it goes back to options so working with realtors again is um yes 90 95 of our business and when we have these options like the two one buy down um, or, or, and I think UWM is also offering uh, that as well. And also, um, there's a few other programs like the LLPAs that are recent adjustments. I am just, as soon as the announcements coming in, whether that's us getting, um, an email or whatever it may be, I'm making that same exciting announcement to our realtors. I mean, I'm not re- we're not reinventing the wheel here. It's already set up for us. The platform's already set up for us. We're just taking a message and we're making it our own. So taking these programs, and offering to our realtors, educating them. Listen, this is this is their check. This is their check in their pocket too, because um, the, the typical process, the uh, for for us at least, the, the the borrower they're not coming to us first. They're coming to the realtor, and they're expecting the realtor to know mortgages and real estate. So our job, just like 
UWM supports brokers. Our job is to support our realtors and providing that information on the best updates, those programs, so they can then extend it to the realtors as well. And, um, you know, thank God we've, we've been very blessed to, to be able to do that. Um, and again, I just, um, it just, it's been, it's been really good. No, I, I can just sense the excitement in your voice and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and it's great. Uh, but before I let you go, Fadi, real quick, just what are a couple pieces of advice you would give to other LOs out there who are looking to, you know, g- open up some more doors with these first time home buyers? I mean, you, you've talked about a lot of different things, but if you were to leave us with a couple of thoughts, uh, pieces of advice, what would you tell them? Yeah. So piece of advice. So number one is know who you're targeting, right? And if it's going to be a first time home buyer, then understand their market, understand the demographic, understand that who you're targeting and what they're looking for. Um, so you have to know who you're targeting. Number two is know know what you're offering, right? If you're not, if you're not, if you know who you're targeting, but you don't know what you're offering, then you're not really doing much, right? So have a target in mind, have a product or an offering in mind, and you don't have to have everything figured out. You don't have to have every product. And you know, you could just go, you know, whether it's UWM or whatever. A lender that you're working with, they have websites, they have programs, go and just find one and promote that like it's the best thing in the world. Um, and that's how I started. I didn't know everything right away. I started with one product. And and now, you know, as, as time goes by, you start getting more products and more products and more products offering. So just know your target and have a product. And then when you're talking to those realtors, have excitement in your voice like you are going to do it and listen you got people to support you you got people to back you up you got people that are going to take care of things on the back end so just know know what that offering is know that people are going to support you and just hit it out of the park man well you are certainly doing that Fadi and we appreciate you joining us Fadi Sankari from Best Rate Mortgage thanks so much for joining us really appreciate the time thank you Justin thanks for having me Are you a retail loan officer or mortgage banker looking for a career change that will give you more flexibility, speed, and earning potential? Our team of experts at BeAMortgageBroker.com can help you make the switch to wholesale. Get started today at BeAMortgageBroker.com. Welcome back to Good Better Broker as we bring in Eddie Foster. He is a mortgage loan originator with Lone Star Home Mortgage based in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Eddie, welcome to the show. Ah, thank you, Justin. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Look forward to it. All right. So so a little bit about you, Eddie, in the back of your baseball card, as they say, you've been in the business now for 27 years. So needless to say, you have worked with plenty of first-time home buyers. So just give us an overall sense of what is your overall approach when working with first-time home buyers? Um, you know, Justin, it's really pretty simple for me is that I take the approach that, um, you know, they don't know what they don't know. And and that is the biggest part that I look at is that this is the first time for them. And there's so many emotions that are going on. They're, they're scared. They're nervous. They're excited. They're probably getting a ton of different information from an uncle in the family that's bought their first or bought a home and they're guiding them one way. You know, we all have an expert in the family that's bought a home and now they're a real estate expert, right? So the thing that I do is I try to take the approach with them is a very hand-holding approach and um, educational. I, I break down the system as to, you know, how it's going to, the process, I should say, 
how it's going to move forward from this point, what's expected of us, what's expected of them, what's going to happen next. And I, and I let them know more than anything else that I have been doing this a very long time. So if there's a terminology that I've, that I've said, or if there's something that they don't understand, that I really encourage them and make them feel comfortable of saying, hey, stop, I don't know what that means. And, and that way, it, it seems to, you know, kind of ease the process that, again, they don't know what they don't know. So I let them know, I expect that to happen. And I just really try to educate them through the process. All right. So you being the expert, what are some of the things that you are intentionally focusing on, Eddie, when having these conversations? Intentionally focused on, uh, that's a good question. Um, One thing that I am very intentional about is them understanding the qualifying, Um, you know, is the debt to income, how we calculate things, what we're looking at, basically the underwriting process of what it is that they're going to be following through and how it's going to be looked at from the eyes of somebody else. And I want them to understand that because, you know, so often they're going to send to you what you've asked them to send them. But we all know that once it goes to underwriting, we get what they call a conditional approval. Right. So then there's conditions. An underwriter always has questions on something. So I try to prepare them for that, that just because they got me everything I requested or, you know, that they may have a question, the underwriters are going to have a question. And I want them to understand how the qualifying all all comes together with the underwriting so that they're they're more educated in that when those questions do come, they'll understand why they're coming and where they're coming from. One thing that you talked about is being thorough. And, and with that, you know, comes a lot of information that you're going to be throwing uh, the borrower's way. And especially for somebody who's going through this for the first time, it can be a lot, right? It's a lot lot. to wrap your arms around. So for you, I know this is something you really try to do with all your first time homebuyer clients. It's simply going slow and speaking slow. Talk to our listeners about that. Well, you know, as being like you said, 27 years in the business, and, and man, oh man, that makes me feel old when I when I when I, when I hear that. But um, what I've learned more than anything through the process, whether it's a first-time home buyer or it's a, a you know a very experienced home buyer, is that you have to do a thorough job upfront, and that is the most important part of of the process. So what I do is I. I actually don't move forward on anything until, you know, I've received what I need. One of the things that I do, and I, you may find this kind of funny or, or silly, or you might find it kind of creative, but with my referral partners, which I have the, the honor of working with a lot of real estate agents, is that we've all met, you know, we have a way of working together. I try to make them part of my team and me part of their team and work together and set the right expectations up front. And one of the things that I do with all my first-time home buyers is I send them an email. And in that email, not only do I tell them, you know, what I'm expecting from them, like, hey, when, when the conditions come out, but I welcome them as a new part, a new team member of my team. And I let them know that they are the newest member of my team. And here's what we are expected as, as team members to get a successful closing. And I give them that what their tasks are going to be and then what my tasks are going to be. And, and I congratulate them about being uh, the newest member of my team. And, uh, you know, I think it makes them feel part of something. 
and uh, it seems to work well. I want to get back to the referrals in just a moment, but first I want to ask you uh, just about the programs that are available to you as an independent mortgage broker and how you are leveraging them for your first time home buyer clients, especially Eddie in a market like the one we are in right now. You know, it's, it's all over the place, right? And, and I get all these phone calls, uh, people that have shopped around, maybe they've, you know, talked to somebody else that's offered some first time home buyer assistance programs, um, stuff like that. And these loan officers that are out there and we're in a climate, Justin, that, um, you know, there's been a lot of departments that have that have shrunk, right? And you've got a lot of LOs that are out there that have never done a purchase in their entire career, you know, through the refi boom. And they're not giving proper information. They're not looking at the file um, properly with income limits, with all these other things, you know. And, you know, I get those that, that come my way. So again, I go back to just being more thorough, explaining and explaining to them why maybe somebody gave them the incorrect information. You know, I had a client just recently that came and she was, you know, just very assertive on, on this is what so-and-so told me. This is the kind of down payment assistance we can get. And, and I broke it down for her. Obviously, that was going to be on an FHA program. Her credit scores were 800. She has all this money in the bank. She had like probably $20,000 more than she was needing in the bank. And there was no need for her to go FHA, down payment assistance that was only going to give her 1%, used up half of that in fees, and take a, an interest rate that was almost one full percent higher, just so she can get one percent credit back. So you know, we broke it down, and I and I went through all of it with her. It was a long phone call, but very thorough. And at the end of it, she was so grateful that I'm saving her. We went conventional on a home possible, three percent down rate is much better. The the because of her, you know, credit scores and everything else, the the PMI on it is maybe a third of what the FHA was going to be. So overall, it was a hands down much better program for her. And the other company was just trying to push, push, push FHA down payment assistance. It it was not good for her. Uh, it's it's a really interesting story, and I really think it speaks to the point that you know in this market that we're in, Eddie, you're probably seeing a lot of borrowers who maybe a year ago at this time they couldn't even compete because everybody was going so far above asking, and you know what I'm talking about here. And I now agree. they're actually back in the game, and it's up to you and other independent mortgage brokers out there to make sure that they can actually get the home and uh, and also get it in the right product, the one that's the right fit for them. That is correct. And and I am seeing that a lot. You know, we're we're we have um right now it's a little bit different because we do have these clients that were in the market last year, right? Rates at three, three and a quarter percent. Now they're at seven. So there's a big difference there in payment, which is it's nothing we can do about that. It is what it is. But the difference is, is last year they couldn't compete because they did everything right. They got their credit in line, they saved up their money, they did everything right, but they couldn't compete with that 50, 75, $100,000 over asking price. You just couldn't do it. So now here they are in the market. They still have done everything right. And now rates are at 7%. So now their qualifying ability 
is not nearly what it was. So it is crucial to make sure that you're looking at everything, what their debt to income is, you know, because maybe FHA is the right program for them, depending on their personal situation. Maybe it's not. And it's just crucial for that because we are having a lot of first-time homebuyers that are coming back into the market that are experiencing some sticker shock. So it's up to us to guide them correctly. And I think, you know, you mentioned independent mortgage brokers, which I know that you guys are by far the biggest promoter of the broker channel. But I'm I'm telling you guys that the brokers are where it's at because it seems like the brokers have the more experience. They are more thorough. They, they care more, it seems like, more about the transaction um, and the people that are in it than going to a bank or anything. So I think that as a whole, we're going to guide uh, differently. We're going to guide better. We're not so concerned about how it closes. It, it's, it's that it's the right deal that closes, you know. All right. So how, how do you approach conversations when it comes to rates? Because you know that as much as we try to tell people, it's about the monthly payment, not about your interest rate. So many first-time home buyers are rate obsessed. They want to know what's the lowest rate I can get. So when they ask you that question, what do you tell them? Uh, well, you're right. You're right. It, it is. It's the first question out of everybody's mouth all the time. Hey, what's the rate? What's the rate? And and obviously, rate is a big factor, and it always is. But the the way that I approach that is... When they ask me what the rate is, I ask them, what rate do they want? You know, what rate do they want? Because as we know, there's a cost to it. And then that usually gets into a, another conversation. Well, I saw so-and-so posted this rate, right? And I will tell them, well, I can get you that rate. It's only going to cost you $12,425, right? And, and, they don't understand all of that. And I encourage them if they're not understanding or taking what I'm, what I'm, you know, what I'm saying, give them a call. You'll find out that that rate had two points assigned to it. You, you know what I mean? So everything that I quote is always a zero plus zero uh, situation unless requested otherwise. I mean, I'll go through those different scenarios with them, but under the shoot, you know, I'm going to give my rate only because I know it's more competitive than any of the other places that they're so, but that's how I handle it. I try to, I try to diffuse it with like, well, what rate do you want? How much do you want to spend? You know, in this climate, Justin, I can tell you this, my, my big thing, and you probably have heard it a thousand times already, but I tell everybody, you date the rate, you marry the house, right? That don't worry about the rate. There's nothing we can do about that right now. It's never a bad time to buy real estate. And when the market changes, you can refinance. Hey, Eddie, before I let you go, I want to get your thoughts on some recent changes by the FHFA uh, when it comes to LLPAs, those loan level pricing adjustments uh, for first time home buyers and how that might make things a little bit more palatable, a little bit easier for them uh, in this current rate environment that we are in. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, you know, on all of those LLPAs, it's the first time home buyer that's coming in, those are usually, you know, again, we talked about they did everything right, you know, and so maybe they don't have an, an 800 credit score, but maybe they have a 640 credit. They still have the ability to buy a home and everything else is in line. So these changes have allowed the adjustments to not hit them so hard. So it's more palatable. It's not, it, it doesn't hurt them. They qualify better. The payments are better. 
it just all around is is better. I'm so glad that they did it. I think it's going to make a big difference for them. Well, we appreciate your insights and uh, keep doing your thing down there in Texas. Eddie Foster with Lone Star Home Mortgage. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Justin, I appreciate the opportunity and uh, you have yourself a great day. Thank you very much. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And look for another new episode coming your way two weeks from now with more expert advice from independent mortgage brokers around the country. I'm Justin White. We'll see you next time on Good Better Broker.